0: Well, hello, my people. Wow, it has been a year. I have not been on here for over a year. And I've actually had a lot of people asking me recently, are you still doing your podcast? What's going on with that? Are you going to start up again? And honestly, I had kind of joked with my husband about, oh, it's August. We should do a one-year anniversary from when you kind of gave up on that and you know the time came and went and still haven't done anything and I've been really thinking about it the last couple of months and I had somebody else ask me again and I was like you know what it's time it is time to come back and here I am and I I'm just gonna get right into it you guys like wow There has been so much that has gone on in the last year. You guys obviously know that. Last time we spoke, uh, it was middle of 2020. And right in the height of the pandemic, everything was just crazy. I mean, things are still crazy. Things are up in the air. They're changing all the time. Uh, But I feel like there's more of a sense of stability to an extent my kids are finally back in school doing in-person learning. I am now back in the office for my job working full time. I I mean there's been so many changes, you guys. I have been extremely busy and overwhelmed at times and I have just gone through the emotions. So, if you have not listened to my third episode about grief, please go back and do that. I give you the whole background story, uh, medical issues that I was struggling with, my surgery, trigger warning, it talks about miscarriage, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit here today as well. So, if that's a little bit too touchy of a subject, too hard for you to listen to, then that's okay. Don't listen to this episode but I do get into it. And that is the premise of my episode three on grief. So if you want to know more of kind of how everything led into that, then go back and listen to that episode. But I wanted to speak on it again today because I am in such a different place than I was a year ago. And back then when I was talking about it, I was very much in the grief. I was still dealing with it. As much as I wanted to say I was okay, I was not okay. I was day drinking very heavily. I was working from home. So, I mean, nobody knew. And I handle my alcohol very well. Not saying that like I'm proud, but it's just a fact. I have alcoholics in my family and it takes me a lot to even feel anything. So, and that was kind of my goal. I just wanted to feel something. I also wanted to numb out at the same point. So, no clue what I was doing. I was just struggling day by day silently. Nobody knew. My husband didn't even know. Uh, It was very, very easy for me to hide, honestly. And because I didn't really feel that much, I just kept saying I was fine and that it wasn't an issue. And, you know, I just kept on trucking along in my life. And I didn't really fully deal with the emotions and the trauma that my body had gone through. And I just wanted to keep pushing along and acting like nothing had happened. And I have done so much healing in the last year. It's insane. And I just, it's amazing. Honestly, it's incredible to think where I was and where I am now. And when you're going through it, it doesn't feel like healing. I say that because it's a very long process. And when you're going through all of the emotion and anger and pain and sadness, you're so clouded by it. That it's really hard for you to see the big picture. It's hard for you to see into the future and know what is going to come next, or even think that anything is going to come next or anything good is going to happen again, honestly. And it's just so slow going that you are so deep in it. You, like I said, you can't see the future. You don't see anything really happening around you. And so you have to be so broken that that's your starting point. And I know that's so scary for people and that they don't want to obviously be broken. Nobody wants to be broken, but You are so broken that now you're not one whole piece. You're not this giant picture. You are shattered. You are a million small pieces. So it's time consuming and it's slow. And you take your one small piece, you find your other small piece, and you slowly patch back together. And so you're just this mosaic now of tiny little shattered pieces and you pull yourself together one piece at a time. So you have your one small piece, you find your next small piece. You're a little bit bigger, but not by much. You're healing slowly, one day at a time. The next day you find your next small piece. Glue it back together. You're a little bit bigger, but not by much. And you just continue on. So you don't go from completely broken to now complete all of a sudden. You're not nothing into something again. It doesn't happen like that. The same way that when our emotions hit us, it can be instant. And you can go from completely whole to shattered with one event, one word. And... It's just, it's incredible how resilient people can be and how much trauma somebody can go through, no matter what that looks like for them and how different it can be for everybody. But we're humans and we do experience things and we go through so many ups and downs in our lives. That at the end of the day, at the end of the healing process, we are stronger. We do come back stronger. But we don't realize it when we're in the depths of it. You have to get so low. And you have to sit in that. And you have to deal with it and be in that process before you can turn your life around. Before you can see how good life is. You have to see how bad it can be. And I hate to say that, and I hope that people aren't going through trauma, but it's a known fact. Everyone has something at some point in their lives that makes them feel broken. And people struggle, especially with the state of our world today, with this pandemic. And, you know, I'm not going to get into all the politics and everything. You guys know. But the world is just insane right now and i feel like so many people are put in a position where they have to choose they have to choose a side and oh my belief system is different than your belief system so you must be bad or you're wrong or whatever and i think that's how so many people are approaching this situation and i try so hard not to i try to respect everybody no matter what they decide and no matter what they're going through and all of those things, all of those factors. But it is hard. It's hard to navigate and it's new for everybody. And people are just so emotionally charged that anything can be a trigger these days and anybody can get upset over anything it seems like and so it's exhausting i feel like everybody is tiptoeing around this subject or we're all walking on eggshells around each other and it's hard but i personally have gone through a year of hard and emotion and you know you have to get like i said you have to get to that place where you are so broken that now there's nowhere to go but up and you just slowly gather all of your pieces and you slowly get better and so over time you see you can look back and see how you started from that shattered broken person and now you're complete or close to complete and you are healed and you're healing and things get better slowly day by day so when you're in it you don't notice it you don't notice how you were one small piece, and then two, and then three, and then five, and then 10, and then, you know, so on and so forth. You don't notice it because it is so slow. But once you are over the biggest hump, once you feel okay again, once you start to feel that way, then you can kind of pull yourself out of it and then step back from where you came from and look back at it, and see. And so that's what I really had to do in the last year, was just keep trucking along, keep picking up my pieces, keep healing, and connecting, and becoming whole again, and feeling my way through the emotions, and all of that while the world feels like it's in shambles, and it's crazy it is so difficult to navigate your own bullshit while you're dealing with everybody else and everything else in the world and we're all exhausted we're all angry and then you add your own trauma to that and it's so difficult but you guys I promise you can do it I promise It's hard, but it is so, so worth it. And I know that my story ends in a positive way. And I know that there are other people still waiting and other people that don't always get the positive answer. And my heart goes out for you and I feel for you and I'm so sorry. But I also want you to know that sometimes the things that you want or the things that you think you want don't come at the time that you think that they should, or they don't come in the way that you think that they should. So just keep waiting and praying and hoping you will get an answer. It may not be what you expected, but you will get an answer. And things will start to move and start to turn out how they're meant to be. I believe in fate and I believe that everything happens for a reason. And I think one of the things that can really help you move through this time of brokenness is by believing that life happens for you and not necessarily to you. Life is happening around us all the time. We cannot stop it. Time continues on and it's overwhelming and it's scary and it's upsetting. But if you can twist what's happening, if you can change your mindset and believe whether we have an answer now or not, believe, put your faith into this, that it is happening for you. We cannot see the full picture yet, but at some point you will see that everything, every little step is leading to the next thing and it's happening because It's leading you to where you're supposed to be. It's not happening to you as a negative. It is happening for you as a positive to lead you to your fate. Anyway, I feel like I'm getting so preachy here, but (laughs) I know that thinking of things that way has been huge. For my mental health and that's been a huge part of my personal healing and my personal growth last time i was on this podcast i was in it you guys i was going through every emotion and now i can step back and kind of look at it objectively in a sense in the fact that now i'm not so deep in the feelings and the trauma and you know trying to emotionally prepare myself for the worst and going through the worst and not knowing what to do or what to say next. But now I have done it. I've been there. I've gone through it. And now I feel better. So with all of that being said, I guess my next thing is how can you feel better? Well, I can tell you guys firsthand that it came from a lot of personal development. And like I said, you just have to feel your feelings and be broken and really just work on your mindset. I think that's the number one thing is that our brain is so powerful. Our mindset is so powerful. Like I said, that's why I've kind of adopted this practice of, okay, you know what? Life is happening for me, not to me. I am not a, it's not because of my circumstances, why I feel this way. Um, You know, I think that a lot of times we put ourselves in this box of like, okay, well, this happened to me, and then this happened to me, and then this happened. And so we become a, that's the word I was thinking of, we become a product, basically, of our circumstances. That's how we feel about it. That's how we think about it. And it kind of becomes your narrative and then it's hard to pull yourself out of that like well this bad thing happened and so because of that now I can't do x y and z and really it's not that way our lives are based on how we react in situations so if we can change how we react then life can get better it can be better Just because the world around us is crazy right now and everything is so circumstantial and, you know, I feel like every situation is different for every person. There's a different response or a different answer or a different outcome based on who you are and what you do and, you know, all of the things. And really... There's only so much in the world that we can control. And again, I think that's how we react to it. So yeah, we may have been dealt different circumstances than our friend or a family member. And maybe their life looks a little bit better. But you know that old saying, grass is always greener on the other side, right? You know what I've heard and what I like to think about? The grass is green where you water it. So instead of spending your time envying somebody else's lawn, tend to your own freaking lawn. Weed it, water it, mow it, take care of it. This can be the analogy for your mind, right? Take care of your mind. Stop waiting and wishing and wanting somebody else's life and their circumstances and telling yourself that they have it better. That's not going to get you anywhere, but sad and upset and angry and broken. Instead, focus your time and your effort and your reaction To your life. And how, yeah, maybe you got dealt a shitty hand. But if you keep going. And you keep tending to your own damn business. And you work hard. Then you can turn things around. You can take certain things into control. And you can change it kind of like uno i recently played this game with my kids right everybody knows uno you get so damn close you call uno you have one card left then it's somebody else's turn well you can't control that it's not your turn and you can't put that last card down somebody else has control and they can give you a draw two or a draw four and then you have to do it right you have to take those extra cards that's what you were dealt And it feels shitty. And then you feel like you're losing that control. Because here you were about ready to win. Something happened to you. And you're not winning anymore. And it feels hard. And you're kind of starting over. But you can't stop the game. You keep playing. You keep taking your turn. You go rounds and rounds and rounds. And it's your turn again. And as long as you can make it work. You can play the game. You can get a wild card. You can put a wild card down. Say you only have yellow left. You switch it up on them. You take that into your control. You say, you know what? We're playing yellow now. And you can take the game back. And it's your turn again. And you play your last card. It's yellow. You put it down and you win. You see what I'm saying? I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's true. That's how life is. You have to make the best out of what you were dealt and you have to keep playing. The only time that you lose is if you stop playing the game. You're not going to win if you're not making moves. Do you know what I mean? So I've really adopted all of these different thought processes and I've dived so deep into my mental health journey and self-care. Not just the self-care where you're like, okay, I left the kids with my husband, but I feel really guilty even though he's their parent too. But it feels more like he's babysitting and God, I'm such a terrible mom for leaving my kids. And how dare I have a moment to fucking breathe on my own. But I'm running to Target and I've got to get a few things. And of course, I'm not going to get only anything for myself. It's going to be for the kids and my husband. And maybe I'll stop at Starbucks and have a fucking shot of espresso so I can keep going for them and do things for them. And it's so rushed like that. And you feel guilty the entire time. But life can't continue to be that way. That's not self-care, my friends. That is a frazzled mother and wife who is still putting everybody else before herself and she's trying to fit in caring for herself in the nooks and crannies of her day. While still simultaneously taking care of everybody else. That's not taking care of yourself. That is not self-care. Self-care can look different than anybody else's plan. It's for yourself. But how you approach it needs to be genuine. And you need to give it actual time. So instead of running an errand... Instead of getting things for the house or your kids or your spouse or whatever, instead of fitting yourself into this little tiny fragment of time, into this little box, and also taking care of everybody else, you need to pause. And I'm not saying that the mom guilt is going to go away. I'm not saying that you're not going to still be thinking about your kids because you will. You're a mom. And if you're not a mom, but you're still listening to this podcast, that's okay. I appreciate it. But this podcast is called Mom Sanity for a reason. It is insanity being a mother. It's insanity being a mom and a woman. Because, do you notice how I said that? Being a mother, being a mom. I said that first. And then a woman. We tend to put self after everybody else. Once you become a parent, I'll just say this, a parent. And again, if you're not a parent and you're still listening to this, I appreciate it. Maybe you want to be a parent and you're listening and you're like, what all does this entail, mom's sanity? That that sounds insane. Well, it is. Being a parent is insane but once you are a parent you tend to put your children first you kind of lose that sense of self and it's hard to remember that you were a person that you took care of yourself before these tiny little humans that you created that are following all the time They're always watching. They're always following. They're always there. But you still have to find who you are and who you want to be and take care of yourself. It's okay to do that. It is necessary to do that. Because if you're not taken care of, those kids are not going to be taken care of. And if you're not a parent, you know, and you're trying to be there for your family or your friends, they aren't going to get the level of care from you if you're not taking care of you first. If you aren't taking care of yourself and your mental health and you're not feeling happy, how are you going to then be able to take care of somebody else? How are you then going to have the energy to show up for them? If you can't show up for your damn self, you have to take care of yourself and take care of your needs and be who you are. I'm not sure if you guys heard that in the background, but my kids are getting psychotic. And that's another reason I have not done this podcast in so long. I have three kids now, one of which is a baby. Holy shit, you guys, it gets loud in this house. But I love this app because I can pause and just yell at them (laughs) and continue on. So anyway, I was getting very preachy there. I'm glad I kind of took a moment. Recentered, centered But you know what? I get so passionate about this stuff and that's why I love this podcast and I'm so happy that I'm back and I'm trying to make this work in the time that I have when I can because these things are so important and I know where I've been and I know where I am now and I know where I want to go. And I think that we all need that clarity And that's why I just get so passionate and so fired up and I just preach and I am excited and I'm loud when I talk about it because why wouldn't you be? You know, when you've been where I have been and you've learned what I have learned and gone through it and come out the other side better, there's no reason to not have passion and have excitement. I have found my joy in the last year and it's crazy. And it's, I, I just want that for you guys. It's something that I wish that I could pass on to every single person. Like I said, whether you're a parent or you're not, it doesn't matter, but we all have this sense of self that we tend to lose after becoming a parent or being a friend. If you're one of those people where you have so many different personalities, you're different with your spouse. You're different with your friends. Every friend that you have, you could be a different version of a friend to that friend, to that person that's different than your other friend. You know what I mean? You're, you're different as a child versus who you are as a cousin or an employee or a boss or whatever it is, we all have different versions of ourselves, different pieces of our personality that come out. And I think that it's so important, no matter who you are, that you figure out who you are at the center of yourself, because we all change depending on the situation and who we're with and who we're taking care of or who's taking care of us or what we contribute to that relationship. It's all different. It's all changing. But at the end of the day, the only person that we are is who matters. We are ourself. And who we are to ourself, with ourself, for ourselves, is at the core of our being. We only have ourselves at the end of the day. We are the only people that take care of ourselves. Nobody else can do it 100%. Sure, we have people that care about us, but they can't 100% care for us. We care for ourselves. We are our person. Does that make sense? At the end of the day, the only person that can go to the bathroom, that can feed myself, that can brush my teeth, that can take care of my feelings and my thoughts and know Every inner working of who I am at the center of myself is myself. Nobody else knows that. Nobody else can take care of that. So that's why no matter who you are, no matter what you do, you really have to come to terms with self-care. And again, it's not just fitting it in into the nooks and crannies of time. While also simultaneously caring for or taking care of other people you have to stop you have to pause and you have to be just yourself for a minute you have to remember who you are and what you want out of life and where you're going and how can you get there you have to think about those things and you have to do whatever version of self-care is that works for you. Like I said, it's gonna be different for every single person, whether it's taking a nice long hot bath, whether it's doing a 20 minute meditation, whether it's doing a yoga class or taking a walk listening to music and just decompressing from the day, lighting a candle, cleaning your kitchen, cuddling up with your favorite blanket and reading a book, tuning out to your favorite Netflix show I don't care what it is. These are just simple ideas. But they have to be in moments like that where you're not taking care of other people. Where you're just being you. And where you're taking care of your needs and yourself and your wants first. And that is okay and that is important and you guys need to know that. Because again, at the end of the day, you are the only person that you have. Nobody else is going to take care of you. And I think there's something in the transition from childhood to adulthood that gets lost, lost in translation, because you know what? It's not actually translated. It's not something that most parents talk about or teach to their children. There's no proper time or scheduled conversation where, you know, parents are sitting down with their kids and they're explaining, okay, you're 18 now, you're going to move out, you are an adult You have to parent yourself now. I didn't have that. I know my husband definitely didn't have that. My friends didn't have that. I don't know if you know somebody who's gone through that, but basically everybody that I personally know, none of us had this conversation preparing us for life as an adult, preparing us to parent ourselves. You go from somebody telling you 24-7 because that's a parent's job. Wake up. Eat. Here's your breakfast. I made you lunch. You got to go to school. You have to learn. Teachers are teaching you things. You're learning. You take tests, you know, like there's different benchmarks throughout your life where it's all determined by everybody else, all the adults around you. And then suddenly you become the adult. You now have to care for yourself. You have to parent yourself. You have to create a bedtime. You have to create meals. You have to be responsible enough to go get a job, to make money, to support yourself, to pay your rent. You have to do the grocery shopping. You have to do every little thing for yourself. So again, who is there for yourself at the end of the day? Nobody but you. So that's why it's important to do a check-in, to remember who the fuck you are. Who do you want to be? Where are you going? Make a purpose for yourself in this life. No one else determines that. So if you're starting your day, rushing around, taking care of everybody else, I need you to stop. I need you to think about that you cannot hit the ground running from the second those feet hit the floor you need to i don't care if it's stay up later and do something the night before or get up earlier and do something before everybody else is awake before everybody else is demanding of your time you need to start with yourself journal read Watch a TV show, watch a YouTube video, play some music, dance around your kitchen, make yourself a good breakfast, do anything that makes you happy and that fills your needs first before you start pouring into everybody else. I promise you guys, no matter what it is, if you set yourself up with a really, really solid morning routine... Or like I said, if it works better, something that you can do to really calm your mind and make you happy right before you go to sleep. And then you get a really good night's sleep and then you wake up and you've got all of that bases from the night before. Whatever it is. But in a way that you are taking care of yourself first. If you can do that and if you've got that down and that is going really well for you and it's solid and it's good and it's making you happy. I don't care what it looks like. But if it's making you happy, that's where the magic begins. So last year, I went through a miscarriage. And like I said, I was day drinking. I was doing all the shit like wallowing Self-pity, like, and yeah, I needed time to heal. But the thing was, was that I was pretty much running from it. So I just kept going and going and going and not really healing. Once I finally sat down and realized I need a minute for grief and I need to sit in these feelings. Yeah, it felt like wallowing. It felt like self-pity because I kept dragging it out. But once I actually sat there with it and I acknowledged what had happened and what was happening and how I felt, then and only then was I able to actually conquer the mountain and move through it. I'm not saying I'm 100%. That is something that will always be with me, something that did happen to me. And I can't change that. And I can't run from that. But that's the thing. I finally stopped running. I sat I sat still. I thought about it. I felt it. I moved through it. And now I'm on the other side. And it's still a part of my journey. It was a pit stop on my journey. But I'm going to continue moving. And I'm going to remember it. And it's going to come up every now and then. I'm going to feel the feelings from it, you know? But I feel so much better. I have dealt with it i've moved through it i've sat in it i've gone through all of the emotions and now after that pit stop i've been able to stand back up and keep walking so now i'm farther on my journey and that's why i'm healing notice i didn't say healed because i feel like healing is a constant process always you're always recovering from something that happened to you But like I said, if you choose to react in a positive way, it's going to help you. Once I finally dealt with all the emotions and actually felt the sadness instead of trying to run from it, that's when I was able to acknowledge and move through. And I'm not going to say get over because I'm not over it. I'm not going to 100% be over it and just you know wash my hands clean of it and move on but i have been able to again move through it that's why i'm trying to choose my words carefully because i don't ever want to say that i'm over it or that i've gotten over it or that whatever do you understand what i'm saying i think that that's important too how you talk to yourself Because you have to acknowledge that we have different pit stops like that along our journey. And it's okay to pause. Just pause for a minute. Think about the last pit stop you had. Did you actually stop? Did you actually feel your way through it? Did you actually take care of yourself before moving on? There's a reason that they have rest stops along the highway. We need to do that for ourselves emotionally as well. You cannot expect yourself to just keep moving because if you do that, you're never going to fully heal. We heal from one thing and then the next thing happens and we have to stop and we have to heal from that as well and then we keep moving. Does that make sense? I hope it's making sense to you guys. I'm just speaking from my heart and these things are just flowing and I know that I get super passionate and like I start talking about one thing and then I move to the next but this is really how my my healing journey has been. This is how I like talk to myself. So It's a lot of different feelings and a lot of different thoughts kind of coming up at once, but this is honestly how I've been able to move forward. Not move on, but move forward. Move through the feelings and then move forward to the next part of my journey. I'm using those words specifically because I've always hated when people have told me in the past, oh, you've moved on. Oh, you've gotten over it. There is no 100% getting over something that, was traumatic and scary and so heartbreakingly sad you cannot 100% move on from it because it is a point in your journey it is something that is changing you and making you into who you are becoming so no I did not get over it I did not move on there are still going to be times where those feelings come back up and that's okay but my point is is that I finally stopped running. I sat there. I stood in it. I had that pity party. I had every emotion that I needed to feel before getting back up, before moving forward. And now I'm on a journey where I am moving forward and I'm okay enough where I was able to pick myself back up, dust myself off and continue on. It's like when you break a bone, you have to slow down. You have to stop using it temporarily. You have to heal it. And then... And only then, once it's fully healed, then can you use it again. Ultimately, what I want you guys to take away from this is that you need to take care of yourself, number one. In doing so, you have to realize what has happened to you, whatever that is, whatever you're going through right now. Whether it's anxiety or depression or medical issues or a miscarriage or... Anything, no matter what is going on in your life, I'm sure that you can pinpoint at least one thing that you're really struggling with right now. So you need to stop, stop taking care of everybody else, take a minute for yourself, do what makes you happy, feel your way through all of the emotions, anything, anger, sadness, happiness, regret, relief, Anything that is revolving around whatever's happening to you right now. Feel it. And then move forward. Like I said, think about who you want to be. Where do you want to be in the next year, three years, five years, ten years? Visualize that. Create a plan. Because when you actually get to a place where you start thinking about your future, where you realize that you have control over it, that's when you can start to make moves. You can start to form your reactions to things based off of who you want to be. When shit hits the fan that you have no control over, you've got to keep playing the game. you got to keep moving. But you get to decide how you do that. You get to decide your next turn. Life is more about the journey than the destination. It's just like when you pull something up on Google Maps. There's usually two to three ways or more showing you how to get there. One way, there's a roadblock. There's an accident on the road. Okay, let's not do that one. The other way, you got to take quite a few more turns but guess what it's more beautiful there's more mountains there there's more waterfalls on the way let's go that way that's the scenic route there's more beautiful things happening that's what i want you guys to do not saying that we can see the roadblocks ahead but i'm saying if you make it more beautiful intentionally and you react in a better way instead of out of anger instead of running If you take a pause, make sure you're hitting those rest stops along the way. Rest, take care of yourself, feel the emotions, and then get back up and keep going. If you're doing that, and then while you're going, you're choosing joy, you're choosing happiness, you're feeling grateful for things that are around you, for people that are around you, for how you're feeling, that's the route that you need to take. And it's always going to reroute. It's always going to have a roadblock at some point. Those are the things that you cannot control. But when we get there, when we get to that part of our journey, that's when we choose joy. That's when we choose self-care. That's when we parent ourselves and be responsible, acknowledge our feelings Move through them in a positive way. And then get back up and keep going. You have to do that for yourself. You have to keep moving. Nobody else is going to handle your emotions. Nobody else is going to take the wheel. No one else. It's all up to you. And that is something that I have really, really had to learn over and over again on this journey in this past year after my miscarriage after i was running for so long i finally realized i was not going to heal nobody else was gonna swoop in like a fucking fairy godmother and just heal me It doesn't work like that, no matter how much we want it. No one was going to come by and just miraculously make my life better. No one was going to make the pain go away or make me happy. I had to chase after that. I had to choose that. And only then will you be able to feel that. If you're chasing after something, it means that you are telling yourself it is possible. And when you open your mind up to possibilities and know that is possible, then you're going to chase it and you will get there. If you just stop and you tell yourself something is not possible, why would you even try for it? Do you know what I mean? If you say that it's not possible for you to walk, you wouldn't even try. You would say walking is not a thing. That's not possible. I cannot do that. But do you think that children do that? Do you think that when they're learning to walk, they're just like, oh, I fell a couple times. It's not possible. I can't do this. And then they sit on their ass and do nothing. No, they keep trying. But when they're children, they have somebody believing in them, somebody pushing them to keep going. As adults, we don't get that. We have to do that for ourselves. That's the only way that we can keep moving. So you have to parent yourself. You have to show yourself that there are possibilities out there. And you have to chase after them. And you have to keep getting up. And you have to keep going. That's the only way that we can heal Time after time after time. So, again, if all you ever get out of this entire thing is that you need to slow down and take care of yourself, that's the best gift I feel like I can give you. That's the best gift that you can give yourself. Take care of yourself. Because at the end of the day, you are the only one there for you. Okay, so I've sprinkled this podcast with a little bit of how do you take care of yourself? But if there were any tangible tips that I could give you guys, it would be definitely go on a self care journey where you're implementing gratitude and you're working on your mindset. Personal development has been the biggest thing for me, the biggest. That's how I've healed. That's how I've learned new techniques and new ways to look at life. That's how I've created this positive mindset and this new view on the world. If I didn't have the books that I have, audiobooks, podcasts, even YouTube videos, if I didn't submerse myself, that's the right word, right? Submersive? submerse. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. If I didn't put myself into this world of creative thinking and positivity, then I would still feel stuck. I'd still be at that rest stop and I would say, you know what? This is the end. This is the destination. This journey is just not possible. I have nowhere else to go. This is what my life is. And I'm so happy that I didn't view it that way and that I don't view it that way and that I know where I want to go and that I'm making strides to be that person and to get there. But I understand that for a lot of people, they don't think that they need personal development. They don't think that they need self-help. There's always this stigma behind mental health and behind needing help. And again, at the end of the day, we're the only ones there for ourselves. But there are so many other people out there that are smart and that have shared their views on the world and on life and coping that you don't have all the answers and that's okay. But part of taking care of yourself and being the only one there for yourself is seeking out other answers and other people's thoughts and opinions. And it's not unhealthy. It's not that you're psychotic. It's not that you're broken. I mean, we all have a little bit of brokenness in us, right? That's what I said. You have to feel broken. You have to let yourself get to that point before you can build yourself up. But I don't mean broken in a way that you're not coming back from this. And I don't mean broken as in there's something wrong with you. I mean broken in a way that we all are. It's humanity. So don't feel like seeking out help is wrong and that you're less than everybody needs this. I cannot speak enough to this. This has been the number one help in my life. And I know that there is something out there for everybody that can help them. And it's not self-help, woo-woo, magic, bullshit. It's real. It is putting yourself in a position to learn how to react to life in a better, more positive way. And because of that, you will, I can guarantee, become more happy. I promise you that. So open your mind. Work on personal development. Work on becoming a happier version of yourself And learning new things, reacting better, reacting happier, more positive. Know that things are possible for you. And that is how you can move through the stages of life. And that is how you can continue the journey. It's not easy, but it's worth it. So if you do anything today find a personal development book find a podcast find a video find something that you can listen to or read or watch that makes you happy and hopeful because it is so worth it when you are taking care of yourself and when you move through the emotions and you kind of lighten your load you get through the emotional baggage and then you can move on and move forward Okay. Not move on. You know what I said about that earlier, but get up and move from that place and move forward on the journey and do it in a positive way and do it with better reactions to where you're not stressing out and you're not angry all the time. I promise you guys, no matter what you're going through, Taking the time for yourself and caring for yourself and reading and listening and watching how other people who are successful, other people who are happy have done it. It gives you ideas, it opens your mind and that's where you can really figure out what is possible. If you see other people doing it, it becomes more possible for you and it can be really difficult when you're the only one there for yourself and you're the only one parenting yourself to know what is possible if you've never seen it done and you you just come from this fixed mindset that's why we got to work on opening up our mindset and having a growth mindset and knowing that other adults out there have done things other people are positive and successful and it can happen for you too so go find something today that shows you that, that shows you the possibilities, that opens your mind, that teaches you a way to look at things in a more positive light. Go do that. Take that first step towards who you want to be in the future. Figure out where you are now and where you want to be and start taking the steps to bridge that gap. I promise you guys the healing will come. It will be slow and you won't know that it's happening until you've moved through it, until you get to the other side. But I promise it's going to happen. It really will. And you're going to feel better. And I just want that for everybody. I want everybody to feel a sense of peace. I want everybody to feel healed in some way, shape or form. I love you guys and I hope that even with my preaching and my excitement and all of this, I know it was kind of organized chaos. It was a lot, but I hope that at the end of this, you feel hopeful and you can take something and make it your own and move forward and let the healing begin. Thank you for listening, you guys, and welcome back to Mom Sanity.